live from the new de facto home of the Mexican champions. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. By winning, it belongs to us now. Oh. Orlando oh. is the home of, of Mexican football now? No, no, no. It's, uh, I mean, come on. Don't get your so You're such a pedant. Raise your voice. To be the champ, you gotta to be the to be the man. You gotta beat the man. We just as beat the as, man. So as far as I know about Concacaf, the man? it follows rest, it follows wrestling rules. Yeah. Yes. And if you beat a champion, you take their belt. You take the belt. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna look great in the studio when it arrives. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's, yeah. it's it's it's. I, I mean, would it's even, a Me- you know, it's a Mexican belt. Nothing wrong so with Mexican it's, belts. It's, no, no, it's super lucha libre. Like it's mm. it's yeah. flashy, you, and we have to wear masks all the time. But whatever. <laughs> We're used to that, so. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, we're used to wearing masks. You wear a mask during the show? <laughs> yes. Your ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that does truly believe that the children are our future. On this week's show, we look back at a triumphant trip to the UK for the women's national team. Look ahead to the 2021 MLS season. Oh, yeah. Celebrate another TFC victory. What the hell? Preview this weekend's match against the Snowflakes and more. And now to this week's panel. If his giddy meter goes any higher, soon he'll be almost pleased. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Almost pleased. Almost. Oh, have you you reached pleased? Eh, You know, you know, it's it's in sight. Temporarily, you know, that's, oh. I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, if, if like the bar's there, I'm kind of, yeah, sort of going over it occasionally. Generally Enjoy staying under this, it. this, listeners. Hmm. There seems to be a glow coming from the east. I know, what is happening? I just thought it was a fire. No, that's that's the the, the heart just bursting out of me. If Duncan's mm. podcasting, there's always a fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um... Not entirely loving TFC socks. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. I mean, do they have to be? Do they have to be like Onyx too? Like, just keep, I, I know they got to change it, but Jesus, it's just it, it looks like it looks like on quick glances, especially if players are wearing black boots. It's like, oh look, there's a bunch of old men running around in their work socks playing football, and I can't. Once you make that correlation it's hard to unsee it 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 makes like what the brain why are you doing this to me so yeah yeah it's uh socks could be better awesome i did not notice the socks at all in the two games that they've played nothing has stood out to me about them next next to the uh club leon sponsored ones yeah exactly happy feet (laughs) yeah uh crafter of a tweet that not nearly enough of you appreciated it's Tony Walsh. Well, I'm a cinematic auteur, so, you know, I wouldn't expect it. That was a fucking good tweet, man. It, it's not about the box office, Kristen. <laughs> it's a slow burn? It's, 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 yeah, it's I, the I, rentals? I don't, I, I don't, no, I, I don't need it. We'll I see what the rentals people. on the tweet are. That's okay. I do it for the art. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair. Uh, as for me, uh, I will be spending at least 20 minutes of today's show telling you why Just Tomorrow is the best. Uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now this week's show.
Wow, got through that quicker than I thought. Okay, this week in CanCon, because we are starting off with CanCon. Before it that, is... you, should, you should tell them that that 20 minutes will be in about two hours. Mm, true. It's a surprise. Yes. They don't need to know. Um, We've got anyway. a lot of things to be talking about before we get to that one really big, exciting thing that happened yesterday. Yeah. Holy shit. Exactly. Yeah. They'll survive. Yeah. Anyway, CanCon first, uh, and it is basically all about the women because CanPL is still in pre preseason. Still, some clubs that haven't been cleared to train yet, et cetera, et cetera. The men's team doesn't play again until June. Although, good to hear that Jonathan David's injury has turned out to be fairly minor. And poor Alfonso Davies is not going to win every trophy this year. Sorry, Fonzie. Hmm. But. <gasps> to a winning team uh the women they won not once but twice uh, a not unexpected three nil win uh over wales followed by a well-worked composed really well organized two nil win over england uh, so yes scotland yeah exactly we have got to do scotland and northern ireland and yeah. win the Didn't grand the slam tour yeah yeah it's a little piss on isle of man as we fly over too yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. So take out the out of white and uh, oh, yeah. that would be fun. All right, Britain's ours. Yeah, yeah. Rule Britannia, literally. Yeah, exactly. Prince Philip's out of the way now, so the country's wide <laughs> open. Oh yeah, they're, they're weak. It. They're weak and broken. <laughs> yes, yes. Without Papa. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. I mean, so, who, who's the big patriarch now? Charles? Jesus. Oh, dear yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. Let's just, just, put, just let, chop a tree down to his left and we're, we're right in there. Yeah. Um, so with the, the, the Wales match, um, where it was being played, I, I, you know, the game, there was a good game to be, to be watched and lots of good things happening from the Canadian women and such. But for much of the match, the attention was taken away by the roundabout at least during the first half, that was just behind the pitch. And uh, as, as people on Twitter were taking bets as to the color of the next car to come through the roundabout, whether they'd see a, a, a postal truck. Um, so Round, such Roundabouts the, are highly underrated traffic calming features. I which, love a good roundabout. Mm, I just- good. I, I thought I, you were I, being an anti-roundite. So, no, no, but. not at all. I was being delighted by this addition to can sock uh lore keeps the keeps the people moving yes <laughs> unless unless somebody puts in a fucking roundabout and decides to leave the stop signs up that were there mm. before so then people are, is this a you know is it a stop thing and yeah, is it a roundabout what the fuck do we do here and it's just confusion fucking reigns which is one that i bicycle around on a regular basis it's really annoying oh yeah what the fuck people are you doing, Canada? People don't know how to do roundabouts here. No, but I think they'd more or less figure it out. But, you know, the it's a stop sign, so you have to do it that way. No. We're poor, we're poor members of the Commonwealth. We should, uh, we should just leave, you know. We're the last. I mean, I'm sure the Kiwis and the Aussies have got roundabouts all sorted. Why are we so oh, yeah. fucking behind? Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. we paid our membership. Yes. <laughs> fucking Americans. I blame the Americans. We don't even have good sausage rolls. Mm. Oh, true. That's true. Oh, dear. Um, anyway, so other than the roundabout, uh, which was, again, it was delightful and uh, a lot of fun as a, a secondary or for some people, the primary reason to, to, to be watching. Um, 
we got to enjoy uh, a pretty solid performance in a 3-0 win. You know, there was a concern with Christine Sinclair going off injured. That is never a good thing. But we did get to enjoy the return of Ashley Lawrence, uh, who over both matches was quite excellent, whether she was um, uh, at right back or in the midfield. Uh, the Quinn with, again, two excellent performances. They really have built off their um, strong performances in the She Believes Cup. And uh, this match, especially uh, working next to Fleming and then once Ashley Lawrence moved up, really, really strong through the midfield. And uh, you got to see some goals from some perhaps unexpected players. But again, good when you've got your striker out injured. Um, so Evelyn Vienz, who you know a lot of people have been talking about for the last year or so, uh, really with a strong showing. Uh, Nichelle Prince, I always love to see. Uh, Jesse Fleming with a ridiculous goal in the in the Wales match. Um, mm-hmm. The the highlights are out there to watch if you haven't watched them. Super super fun um, over uh, you know certainly a weaker opponent, but again, something we always say with the Canadian programs are that Canadian teams don't always take advantage of those games and nice to see that happening. True. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. It's, you know, it's Wales, but they don't always take advantage of these things. So yeah. And uh, that's on their flag. It's Wales, but, (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the the uh, the, the big they, match the, oh, sorry, yeah, their big guy is charles Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah good job Wells. Right, you, right you for invasion there. yes <laughs> and then the match against england which was obviously like the true test of this trip um and a good uh measuring stick for what Bev Priestman has done in a, a very short amount of time with this, uh, with this squad was, well, quite a triumph, a two nil win. And, um, you know, no Christine Sinclair. She wasn't even in the 18. Um, another, uh, you know, smart goal from Evelyn Bienz. Again, another fantastic performance from Quinn in the midfield. Ashley Lawrence, again, starting at the back, moving up uh, later on the second half. Desiree Scott returned. Uh, but I think what's really interesting is, and I love Desiree Scott. I do. And she's been with the team forever and has definitely, you know, earned her spot as, you know, one of those players that people look to and look up to. Um, but seeing the performance of Quinn, seeing the performance of Ashley Lawrence, seeing Jesse Fleming, seeing how well they worked um, is it's a good sign moving forward with the squad in terms of, uh, you know, players for the midfield. And uh, so that was very, very encouraging um, to see continued strong performances and seeing how well those players work together. Um, But then you've got like, you know, um, Vanessa Giles and uh, Shalina Zdorsky who were fantastic at the back um, as a center back pairing. And, Again, Shalina Zadorsky is more of a, you know, more, more of a veteran player. Um, and whereas Vanessa Gills is more, you know, she's one of the younger players, but she's stepped right into it and hasn't looked out of place and was uh, instrumental in preventing uh, some 
some potential goals or, or at least some really good chances by England uh, during that match in particular. So um, unfortunately, the second match, the first match, the one against Wales was on YouTube for free. So you could watch it no matter what. Uh, the second one was uh, only on one soccer. So I know some people were sort of looking for it and didn't get a chance. But the, again, the highlights are out there. And I do highly recommend that you, um, you know, if you've got one soccer and you haven't watched it, do watch these matches. And if you haven't had a chance to look at the highlights, do that because there was a lot of, there was a lot to really, really be impressed by um, from all, all parts of the pitch uh, from these women. So. It was it's very good defensively, obviously with the, the two clean sheets and what have you, but uh-huh. you know, um, obviously the, the goals in the England game were both just gifted to them rather Calamitous. than specifically oh, created, yeah. which mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, but not like, oh, wow, coming in amazing there to create that goal. Mm, you know, I mean, they took advantage of what was given to them. That's good. But, you know, uh, but yes, generally defensively very good. And uh, it's two very controlled games by the looks of things. Yeah, I would, uh, I kind of felt like watching the, uh, the, the England match is that um, they didn't, I mean, obviously, they didn't take this as seriously as Canada. I, that's just just kind of like aggression, you know. Like it was like they were just trying to figure some figure some things out. And and I know that they've got, you know, they, they've got. Well, that's what friendlies are for. So I know, yeah, but at the same time, too, like Canada wasn't really playing as if it were a friendly. Like they were, no. they were trying, they were trying to, they were going for, they were going for goals, they were going for results. Which is great. That's kind of because, like, I mean, my, I understand the necessity of friendlies. Um, I have a hard time getting interested over friendlies in general. Um, but it was nice to see them um, having a go at England, and England really didn't know what to do about it, which was surprising. Like, I figured that even even if it was a case of like. Canada's not quite a team playing ace. England's not quite a team. It would have been a little, a little more even. But uh, yeah, Canada was just going after them. I mean, that second goal, as calamitous as it was, can only be scored through hustle. Like, yep. and if you're hustling on a, on a friendly, it ain't a friendly no more. You're you're looking to, you're looking to leave an impact. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I mean, full full marks to Canada on both results. Like they really. They really went at them, and uh, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting them to just kind of like, all right, have a run out, you know, clap, clap, good job, everyone, and it was not that. So uh, thank you, Bev, more, please. And I, well, the other thing from the, from the England match um, is that, friend, friendly or not, it's the first time that uh, the Canadian women have beaten uh, a, a you know, one of the, you know, one of the top countries, you know, one of the, one of the better teams, a team who is, you know, arguably more talented um, in over two years. So this is, you know, they haven't had that much success and to see them. Yeah. Again, it's a friendly and maybe, yeah, England weren't, uh, didn't have all their top players or whatever, but enough of them um, to put in a good effort. It's uh, again, it's a, it's a, it's a good sign moving forward. 
And then, so moving forward, um, obviously the Olympics are, are still, are still happening apparently. Um, and Beth Priestman has, she's got some, some difficult decisions to start making because you can only take, you don't take that many players, uh, for the Olympics and starting to look at when you're having actual depth and players that are truly competing for roles, um, and we were talking, Duncan, you mentioned, you know, sort of the, the lack of uh, the lack of the attack, especially in the England game. Um, yes, two, two goals capitalizing on defensive mistakes, which you need to do to win games, but not as creative or as, uh, you know, as, as, as forward as maybe you'd like to see. Um, no Christine Sinclair, an injured, an injured Sinclair, or apparently not that injured, but not taking any chances, letting her heal go play some NWSLs to keep her fit looking at the Olympics. But is there any way that Bev Priestman doesn't select a healthy Christine Sinclair for the Olympics? No. <laughs> no. If, How could that be? If, if, if they don't select Sinclair, I would be horrified if the entire squad didn't just go on strike and refuse to play I mean, if you want to you know, experiment or you know, say, all right, it's time to move on, put her out to pasture. After the Olympics, sure, there isn't going to be a World Cup for a couple of years or so. So it kind of maybe makes sense. But right now, preposterous question, Kristen. Preposterous. I'm, I'm ashamed that question's on the show, to be honest. Me too. <laughs> me too. You know, you had all day Kristen to, to, to question Christine me. Sinclair. That's exactly what it is. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, trying to stir up controversy. I'm Kristen for the to Canada. Sake Enough of with Saint Clair already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. 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 I'm less insulted by the fact that this question is here. <clears throat> uh, um, <laughs> th- th- just being contrary. No. Um, <laughs> No, uh, um, I, I, I like. So who's who's whose spot Instead? would 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 uh, Sinclair be taking at the stage? Kristen doesn't care. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no, wait, wait. Do you mean who would be taking her spot, or who is she taking who's, her spot away if from? If Kristen shows up, or sorry, Kristen, if Kristen, <laughs> yeah, Sinclair, if I just show up, if Kristen in, shows in, up, yeah. Yeah, by the way, Christine Sinclair, we've dropped the E. You're welcome. Um, for the purposes of this gag and my lack of wanting to edit, if, if Sinclair shows up, who's on the bench that's going, fuck, how am I going to get in this thing? Because I realize, I know I know the obvious the obvious way is like, uh, whose spot is, is Sinclair taking? But really, it's... Like they have... It's it, probably well, it's, hers anyway, but it is her spot. Of course, it's her spot, so, and so I don't think like, she shouldn't go. Is, is somebody um, is somebody on the uh, you know on a on a on a rise, you know trajectory? Well, the trajectory the, the the aforementioned uh, Viennes. Um, so she's one. Whether or not, although I think there. she's probably there, but then again, is. Uh, do we have, um, you know, you've got Jordan Heidema, who, you know, is a very good player, young player, didn't have maybe not as strong a performance over these two games, but if you look at her body of work over the last couple of years, right, um, you've got uh, uh, Nichelle Prince, um, mm-hmm. you have Janine Becky. Um, okay. 
Okay. So there are, there's Kristen, actually, yes. She doesn't play that many positions. Okay. I know she's everywhere. <laughs> These are all everywhere, but like, like pick one. All right. No, I, I know what you're saying. You, 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 you asked what our options were. I understand. She's literally throwing names at the wall. Like she wants anybody, but. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it. I feel like it. I'm surprised she's, yeah. You guys. So, I don't know. Some people out there want Christine Sinclair as a flag bearer. Christine wants her to stay the fuck home. Yeah. 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 I hate you guys. You're so mean. You're um, the one that's trying to kill yes, off a national treasure. I, I, I am, yes. I, I, I've had enough of her brilliance and being the greatest soccer player. I've ever. had enough of her brilliance. There's a pull quote. Um, <laughs> you're by Canada. We don't need Christine Sinclair anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. Of course, I, there's no chance. Of course, she's I going know to there's no me. chance, and I realize and that there shouldn't be a chance, you idiots. Like, you know what this question was? Mm. Clickbait. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. I said that like ten minutes ago, but since none of you listened to me, that's okay. Ten players that will replace Christine Sinclair <laughs> in the lineup, <laughs> and you won't believe number seven. <laughs> oh Remember God. Christine Sinclair? You won't believe how she looks now. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> um, Canadian soccer related, uh, John Molinaro, uh, hosta aficionado, baseball hater, um, and uh, soccer writer. Uh, hosta aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, has for the last year or so been the director of content or editor-in-chief or whatever for um, the Campial website. And he is no longer. He's tired of their shit. Basically. The other day, it's sort of a surprise tweet, some personal okay, news. Mm-hmm. Today's my last day. And uh, stay tuned for more news from me. It was it was very much a there was no build up, not a oh yeah, stay tuned next week for some news from me. It was uh, I'm out, and they're not pulling me back in. I'll tell you more later. Um, so he has started his own venture covering uh, Toronto FC and Canadian soccer called uh, TFC Republic. It's an intriguing name. Mm-hmm. Um, John Molinaro says, fuck the queen. (laughs) Actually, you know, I'd be with him with that. Um, Anyway, so yeah, his plan is to... You don't strike me as a Republic type, Kristen. No. Um, Not really. But I'm not really a monarchist either, so... TFC Workers Paradise? There we go. (laughs) Um, I like it. Apparently he misses writing about TFC. Basically, is, is, is kind of what his introduction post said. If you check out his, 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 uh, his site, um, probably might still be free by the time this episode goes live. I'm not sure. Um, and then it will be behind a paywall. But um, we're going to ask him more about it next week because he's actually going to come on the show. And uh, we're just going to ask him lots of questions about Mo Johnston and Gambians and Preki and stuff like that. But we will talk about this too. So. We're not stopping there, are we? Surely, uh, 
we get all all the all the uh, winners, including such great oh. hits as Kevin Payne, <laughs> Ryan Nelson, <gasps> Aaron Winter, Winter. <sighs> Chris Cummins, Ooh. the TFC Dancers, wow. <laughs> Tony Pepperoni, oh, so good, Bitchy Three. <gasps> Paul Dickoff. Oh. Oh. And now this week's host. Um, I'm talking to Paul Dickoff. I mean, did, did John Molinaro ever have, and obviously there was famously Paul Atfield and Diego Forlan, did John Molinaro ever breathlessly break something that then didn't end up happening? It's like a player signing or anything. It would be good oh, if so. I don't think so. I can't think of one. But, mm. Nor can I, but we can ask him. So stay yes. tuned until next week's show. Mm. Um, so yeah, so good luck, John, so far. Hope it's going well, and uh, we'll ask you more about this next week, but another another voice uh, covering Toronto FC uh, in a more focused way isn't a bad thing, um, but we mm. shall see how that yeah, goes. It's, it's a, a brave decision to Indeed. move away from a somewhat guaranteed paycheck as long as CPL exists, which presumably they're planning to for a while, um, to go for just uh, paywall and, you know, that whole thing. So, uh, yeah. Especially good, during uh, a pandemic, yeah. Yeah, good, good for him to, to uh, make that decision and give that a go. It's like, all right, so yeah, let's, uh, let's hope it works out. Agreed. And yeah, it should be, we, we are looking forward to having him on next week. It should be, we're, we're expecting a, an informative conversation, uh, a lot of TFC nostalgia and some other stuff mixed in, of course. Um, before we leave CanCon, and this isn't Canadian in any way, shape, or form, I just didn't know where... And what's it doing at CanCon? Well, mm -hmm. I didn't know where else in the show There's to There's rules. <laughs> Oh yes, yes, because this podcast. So now, now there's a now there's a non-CanCon quota that has to be met within the CanCon section. Bullshit is this? More like it. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I can look for a fourth song. I mean, really, it's not. Eh. Mm. As long as it's not Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Christine hates Canada. Mm -hmm. Still, yes, Christine that's... Sinclair now CanCon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Knowles the littlest hobo. Get fucked. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm not the one shoehorning CanCon into every week's show. No, not me. Um, all right. So uh, one of our favorite leagues, which we have been really unable to watch so far this year. Yeah, get, get, um, put, get your shit back on YouTube, assholes. Uh, see, it's really annoying. I feel so like I know the, where you're going with this now. And what the hell is this doing in the CanCon section? I what it's not even on the wrong can continent for god's sake <laughs> we're showing solidarity i didn't know where else to put know. it it seemed to it seemed to it seemed it was just one thing and it couldn't really have its own section i suppose it could have and it doesn't now so just deal with it the belarusian <laughs> premier league which mm. we like um the uh belarusian professional footballers association uh are having the same battle that the 
uh, PFA can. Oh, there's the tie-in um, are having with the can PL, and that they have been unable to get recognized. Uh, their players' union uh, doesn't want. What is their statement? Unfortunately, the governmental authority does not want to hear the voice of Belarusian play, football players, um, and so they are in a battle to get their union recognized. And to, you know, to give the, the players a voice. Um, we're supported by more than 300 Belarusian football players. We have already helped more than 60 players with a consultation. Um, they filed more than 12 claims with FIFA. And uh, proceed, we continue to help the players pro bono because we understand they need our help, especially now um, in the uh, situation, uh, you know, political and economic crisis in Belarus. And they have sent an application to FIFPRO. And, you know, FIFPRO just recently recognized the PFA can. So who knows what will happen next? But we wanted to show our support to the Belarusian football players who last year gave us so much joy. Um, I am wearing my Dinamo breast kit in their honor today. So Solidarity, congrats, congrats, CPO. You're uh, in line now with that bastion of democracy, Belarus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah nothing, nothing to be proud how's of it, there. How's it feel? Yeah, exactly. I hope they go on strike and then Belarus decides, you know what, fuck it, let's bring in the scabs. And they're going to play Belarus Premier League, the scab edition. I, you know, that's going to be even better. Uh, it might mean Belshina gets promoted. So. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I just love the fact that I could say the name of that club and you know it's a punchline because I talked about it enough. Thank you guys. You guys are truly my friends. I mean, those, those, bags, of, those bags of rubbish in Belchino have got to be full of like picked off scabs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Bag of, okay. bag of scabs. No, 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 no. Stop it, you lot. That, that's, uh, that's like the day no. after unidentified, unidentified sibling no. day. Oh, stop it. I realize this is not my fault, but stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just as a Can't quick go. update. Uh, <laughs> uh, defending champ Shakdor, undefeated in four, huh? Ooh. Ooh. And, and then there's a uh, three, uh, three-way three uh, uh, tie <clears throat> for second between uh, uh, your uh, your Dinamos, uh, Brest and yes. Minsk, and uh, Bate Borisov. So. Oh, that's not a surprise. And uh, Tony Sputnik is in the relegation zone. Oh, no. <laughs> they are? They are. They're in th- they've got three points. Uh, they're, they're with a team with two and two teams with one. So, so far, Smorgon, who are, which they sounds to like launch. a, a made-up name, uh, Smorgon. Uh, they Smorgon have, <laughs> have that bear on their logo, don't they? Smorgon uh, sound like uh, like aliens from like a fifty sci fi movie or yes, something. Oh, is, the, the Smorgons! It is I the know bear Sm- logo team. Yes, I know Smorgon from the days when on on the Yorkies blog we used to put like a badge up all badge the time. The and Smorgon, oh yeah, and Smorgon no. was, was one of the faves. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. But uh, yeah, everybody's got it everybody's got more points now than Belshina did at this point last year. No, hmm. I don't know. I can't remember if Shmoran made it into the two soccer badge contest. No, I mean, they I would have got killed would by Beer Shot. But oh still. yeah, Beer Shot is a better bear. Better beer, I better bear. Do, I enjoy it. Like, well, I see Dazen and every now and again I see Beer Shot pop up and the, the yeah. games are available to watch in the Belgian league. I haven't yet, but I enjoy it uh, there. But the option yeah. is there. Yeah. Two soccer two soccer favorite, beer shot, they have to be called. Yes. 
darlings of two soccer. Mm-hmm. Back to Concan. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. You mean that that eighties band from Hamilton? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's going on the list. Hooray! I'm just glad people recognized what I was do, 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 doing. MLS time. We're actually going to talk about MLS. And uh, what other what other leagues can we talk about during it? <laughs> it's uh, first mm-hmm. kick. MLS first kick. Starring Belarus Premier League. <laughs> by the K League. Anyway, Kicks. so MLS is back. That's right. The league that's soon to be one of the top twenty in the world. Sure, kicks off the twenty twenty one season this Friday. Wait, they've down- Wait, they've downgraded their. Uh... Oh, was it top like, 10? Vision? It used to oh, be top I thought 10. It was tw- oh, I thought it was top 20. I thought I was being uh, nice when I said top I thought, 20. I thought they were being like realistic now. We're like, well, 10 was a bit much. <laughs> but 20? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it kicks off this Friday, day after recording, with the exciting matchup of Houston versus San Jose. That's a fucking grudge match. It is. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, should, Dominic Kinnear, at the very least, is very excited. Oh, about. that's true. Um, the, anyway. The, you mean the... Club Thieving Darby. Yeah. Mm. San, San Jose Original Recipe versus New San Jose. Yeah. New scent. I can get behind. Um, now, now and then the, uh, the follow-up match is the Sounding Enthusiasts versus the Loons, um, which should be good. And then eight eight matches on Saturday, three on Sunday. So basically, if you've been waiting for MLS to fill some soccer void, although I don't know how because it's on all the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's something you've been waiting for, don't expect to leave your house much over the next few days. Uh, Canadian MLS fans can watch uh, via a combination of CTV, TSN, and Dazzin. I think you can watch pretty much every match if you really, really want to throughout the weekend um before we get into our season predictions i just want to call attention to anybody that has um an athletic subscription or know someone with an athletic subscription that would share this with you i know yes i'm advocating for piracy um this genius about preview um by adam snavely uh which is a choose your own adventure preview of MLS for the coming season. And it is brilliant. It is wonderful. It all starts with a giant hedge maze. And uh, I cannot say enough good things about it. I was delighted and laughed and uh, was very angry whenever I didn't win the MLS Cup. So um, it was great. But if you're going to spend any money on some kind of football media product, our Patreon's still open. (laughs) thanks a lot chris thanks a lot Kristen. yes stop it yeah you can find the link on the website i can share um all right predictions for this year so we've got 
a new team, not as many new teams, but a new team. Um, completely weird schedule due to pandemic. So hello, Eastern Conference friends. And um, fewer teams making the playoffs, which is weird, or the same number of teams. I don't know. Um, yeah, but let's uh, let's do some let's do some predicting, some really informed, educated. Mm. Oh yeah, we've been. These always not- go well. I know they do, and, and um, they're well re- and they're well remembered. People always refer to them too. Mm-hmm. All right, who? Uh, give me your Eastern Conference winners. New York wow. Red Bulls. Okay. Columbus. Any, re- any reason why? Just because? Oh, sorry. absolutely not. <laughs> because, it, yeah. because it's MLS and fuckery always happens and you can't predict these things if you try. Mark, you said the crew? Yeah, but it'll probably be Philly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Columbus. All right. Duncan? Um, yeah, I mean, what, what uh, Mark said, it'd probably be Philly. Yeah, yeah, there's a good chance it will be. You know, they're probably still like hungry for that kind of thing and uh uh yeah those guys philly or the crew philly philly yes all right cool i chose philly as well um they're 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 riding a bit of a high right now and yeah i think they they want to accomplish things so why not uh western conference spokes yeah, they're generally kind of always there and kind of good. And I feel like I've seen a few people talking about, ooh, they've actually sort of made some good signings and that sort of thing this year. And as if they're sort of spending money and everything. So, uh, yeah, they uh, people seem to be talking about them as good. So let, let's uh, let's go with that. Who, who, right. who, who wouldn't love that? Hmm? Everybody, hmm. obviously. LA Galaxy. Ooh. I mean, they're not going to win shit once they make it, but but they're going to at least win that. They're yeah, they're going to win the Western Conference and crash out first round. Okay, cool. Because they're going to gas out because they're old. I so agree with Mark, except for two letters, LAFC. I was going to say, if Tony doesn't say LAFC, then I want to know what imposter is on the is on the chat. I here. almost I almost said Portland because it made no sense too, but much like New York. But there you go. Uh, I too, uh, I went with LAFC. I almost went with the loons and I changed my mind. I know it's very strange. I feel very, I feel somewhat dirty for having chosen that. Maybe I should change it to the loons. No, I'll stick with my choice. I'll stick with my choice. Um, and I jumped right into this. I don't know why I didn't just like build up to it, but MLS cup, who wins? Or who you goes to right the into, final? You, you asked us who was going to win each particular conference. That this is the next logical step. Well, I thought, well, Supporter Shield maybe before yeah, MLS Cup. Right but anyway, either, uh, either, who the, either who's the winner or who makes it, who's from each conference, gets to the final. Oh, that's getting hard now. Mm, mm. I'll, I'll go. Oh, you just you just want you just want one answer instead of two. All right, fine, fine, fine. I'll just take your winner. Well, I'm I'm going to go with uh, Philly uh, versus. Yeah, Philly versus uh, uh, Portland. Why not? Sure, they're they're due to do something silly and get get far further than anybody predicted. Um, yeah, Philly Philly versus Portland. Philly wins. Okay, Seattle. Oh, oh. Seattle loses to Toronto. Ah. <laughs> Best of five in twenty twenty two. Portland beats New that. England. 
The Revs? New England. What? Uh-huh. It's MLS. It's crazy. Are you, dr- are you drunk? Yes. Call me in December. He's right there. Oh, that's true. Mm. That just feels weird. But um, they still won't win it. Uh, the Loons. Uh, lose to uh, ah. Philadelphia. You're thinking mm. with your heart, Kristen Knowles. Mm. Well, it happens every now and again. All right. Uh, Supporter Shield. Well, uh, of the two that I picked, um, Galaxy, sure. LAFC. I like the idea but that we did. picked an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference, but I could still pick support should be something that isn't either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll stick with LAFC too. Sure, why not? It's them or I, Austin. I, I can't make up my mind. <laughs> it's MLS. It's crazy. Uh, I actually, the I, world. <laughs> um, what did I say? I said Philly and LAFC. Uh, I'll not go with. No, no, no. I'm just looking at my notes because um, I actually hadn't written anything down, which was weird. Um, no, I'll Chicago. go with Chicago. You took Chicago? Oh my god! That's crazy. Wow. that is them. insane. I can't believe this is like the the, like the third weirdest thing Kristen has done in this entire podcast. Mm. She's out of control. Yeah. Um. So Chicago. I took Philly. Wow. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. Uh, wooden spoon. Gotta hope it's Austin. I do too, but I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's gonna be. It'll be Inter Miami. <laughs> yeah, Inter Miami is what I was gonna say. They look like entertaining. I mean, we all love that to be there because <laughs> it's be hilarious. And has anything happened with that whole four DPS thing? Isn't like no, tomorrow? I, tomorrow's I was, the deadline. Tomorrow's or? the deadline, and I checked earlier, and there still wasn't anything. Um, the last thing I saw was that. Instead of signing the young deep, the Pellegrini to a young DP, they were actually going to have to get rid of him. But I What's haven't seen, I haven't seen anything at all. And I, I checked last night. I checked this morning, and I'm very frustrated by the lack of news on this. Which means something will get announced once we're done recording. Um, I feel like there's a new young DP rule yes. that they came out with, where you can have three of them now. In certain circumstances, but in other circumstances, you can only have one. Yeah. At that point, I gave up. Anyway, yeah, there's still it's it's still not it's not sorted. It's not sorted at all. Um, so yeah. Uh, so uh, wooden spoon. Dun- Duncan and Mark said Miami. Tony, what did you say? Uh, what did I say? I didn't say anything. That's the. But um, mm. 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 is Charlotte here yet? Yeah, let's see. Uh, Sacramento. Sacramento? Mm. Sorry. Mm. Damn. Um, <laughs> I went with Nashville. So no, just that's be- that's crazy. They're playoff darlings of last year. I I guess I'll go with Austin. All right, all right, all right. No, um, don't do that. That's the last late. time that happened. That's the last time that happens on the show. 
Are you are you are you are you are you making that a moratorium? Yeah. Moratorium. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, first team to fire their coach into Miami. <laughs> there's not, there's <laughs> another a... Neville available at all times. So exactly. Hmm. Don't ever Galaxy? don't answer all um, is, is is that your answer? All right, I'm 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 noting no, that. It's not, my, no, it's not really right. my answer. All right. Um, Mine's Houston. Plausible. Chicago. Also plausible. Dallas for because I used to own them and they can go fuck themselves mm. now. That seems reasonable. Who even is Dallas's coach these days? I, oh, that's a good question. I have actually no idea. Some guy who's going to get fired soon. No point looking exactly. at him. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark Markinkley will get on the. I'll get on the phone. <sighs> no, Luke, I'm, not, I'm not wasting my long distance minutes on those assholes. Lucci Gonzalez. Uh, Lucci. Susan. I have no idea who this person is. Headline Lucci. in end of May: Lucci Libre after they fired him. <laughs> His full name is Luchador. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's been he's been the coach for like the last two years. There you go. He's prime for a prime for a firing. Oh, yeah. Totally prime for a firing. God, I had no idea. That's how much attention that someone's gonna un- someone Greg Vanny's gonna unmask gonna him unmask and have him. to retire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are the odds on Chicago changing their logo again? Two to one. Okay, I like it. It, it's it's definitely possible. Um, you know, I'd, I'd go at a sort of ten to one against. I think it's it's unlikely, but I'm not going to rule it out. Wait, do you mean mid season? Yeah, they, they won't change it oh, well, mid season, no. but they mid-season can announce now. it mid season. Exactly, that's yeah. what I mean. Like they won't actually, but it, just that they're going to. Can it be actually. a flaming soccer ball coming out of a bratwurst? Well, it should be. Okay, man, hey, two to one. Hit me out! Hit me out! It's okay. a, a deep dish pizza, <laughs> and like the top of it looks like a soccer ball. Mm. Oh, that's Duncan, nice. Duncan, yeah. winner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, MLS marketing people, why are you not uh, listening to us? Like, seriously, we are here <laughs> to save the league that mm. probably needs saving. I don't know. Pie FC. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with. They won't change their. Lo- they won't change. The, they won't announce that they're changing their logo until the season's over. But they will change it. All right. I know, I'm kind, of, I know once, I'm kind of subverting what the question is, but yeah. the thing once is they, that they will change it, but they got to wait till the season's over so they can sell that merch. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, once they've sold the requisite amount of shirts, they'll announce it. But they've got to sell those shirts before they can announce it. Yeah, Motorola. They don't mm-hmm. just put their shit on anything, you know. Exactly. No. Um, I, I sort of almost similar to what Mark said, except for once they, not that they're going to make the playoffs, but once the playoffs have started and it's clear that they're not making it slash they crash out of the playoffs, then they'll announce it. Cause there'll be no hope for them for the rest of the season. So. All right. All right. And then TFC. Who? T- Who did? I know. What to, uh, where did TFC finish in all of this, this season? Fourth in the Eastern Conference, and then I predicted them to get to the final, didn't I? I think I predicted them to win, didn't I? Let's you, stick you, with that. Yes. 
fourth in the uh, Eastern Conference and then uh, they get to the playoffs, have a whole bunch of injury. Kids come in, oh, it's magic. And uh, they win. All the, the kids. Children. Children. Mm-hmm. I agree. Fourth in the East. Um, hmm. Quarterfinal. Taken out, by, taken out by New York Red Bulls. Oh, man. <laughs> it's all coming together. He's a um, quarterfinal? Yeah. I'll say Toronto finished fourth and uh, they get to the semis. Did the conference semis or the semis overall? Semis of the whole Men's thing. Semi. Okay. Yeah. Um, third in the East. Oh. Also the semis. Mm. So there. All right, I've, 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 I, I know I do, I do this every year, and then I lo- and then I like forget that I've lost this. But I'm gonna like start a bookmark it or something, or copy and paste it into a new document so I don't forget later on all of our predictions. Um, you, you, so you were noting them down as we did this. You could you couldn't hear me typing. No. Oh, no, you're, you're, I mean, you're, I did nothing. I don't know what you Silent cyber. I, I, I did nothing. Mm-hmm. Stop typing cyber. like you're like you're in the trailer for uh, nine, nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> what you want me to type <laughs> creepy uh, anyway um i was just trying to figure out how much i was going to charge per word but anyway um okay you gotta, tr- you gotta translate to do that <laughs> mm-hmm. uh before we leave uh mls uh, we want to talk a little bit about ccl and just the fact that the MLS teams uh, in CONCACAF Champions League are all doing very well. In fact, all five of them, unless unless I have now jinxed Columbus and they will somehow lose. You just jinxed everybody is what you did. Well, mm. no, the other four clubs have already advanced to the next round. No, no, but for the uh, next Colum- round, you just, you just wiped them out like a pandemic. I just said they all were advancing to the next round. I said nothing I know, but past. next you, round. You, they're, you they're... wipe them out like they're Christine Sinclair. <laughs> yep. Lord. Just like out of the history books. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, all five MLS sides are advancing to the next round. And that is not the usual. Um, so... Is there something is is there something specific, pandemic related really uh, behind the MLS team success? Because the clubs they're facing have have been playing more. Um, MLS teams are all just in their preseason. Yes, the season's about to start. Um, is it just you know like general pandemicness wreaking havoc, or was it really the fans in the stands all along that were intimidating? visiting teams they've all been vaccinated mm. everyone talks about CONCACAF you know I was going to say Mexico but none of the other MLS teams went to Mexico did they they said ooh well, you beat some Costa Rican and Honduras teams ooh um, yeah everyone talks about that being as an intimidating place to play take that out of there then mm, yeah, maybe that's a function <laughs> Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I I tend to concur. It's uh, it's amazing how a truly hostile uh, 
the the uh, uh, well, their home fans. I was going to say the away fans, but it's their home. Um, like really add to the game. They really add to the the environment of the whole thing, and their absence completely takes that away. Um, like playing uh, Arkai full, you know, pl- playing it as Tekka didn't really matter because they still, you know, got stumped for eight. But uh, um, uh, if you don't have a crowd in there, Azteca is not, Azteca is just a cavern, you know? So <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like uh, it, it, it helps a lot. And um, I, I, I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine MLS players. I don't want to say that they miss the fans or they need the fans as much, but I don't think, I don't think MLS stadiums make it as intimidating as any stadium in Mexico or Central America. So, especially not, quite, not during not the, the CCL, which is usually half full at most. Yeah, because it's a it's it's winter and it's a weekday, and I've never heard of this team, idiots. Um, you don't think you don't think Cruz Azul gets. Uh shits their pants when they hear the 50-50 announce, you know, halfway through the second half. Oh, my God. That shit's intimidating. Yeah. No. It's, it's, I mean, how, <laughs> how many of them are trying to figure out, can I get up to the section for my free slice of pizza? Yeah. The, they don't want to see Tony Pepperoni running, yeah. or just gambling, jumping around the pitch and everything at halftime. That's sort Antonio of shit's Pepperoni? intimidating. Yeah. See. Mm. He's not it Tony Pepperoni so... anymore, is he? It was so less intimidating in Mexico, apparently, that the usual bags of piss were just half-filled uh, cups of Jarritos Cola. Mm. Oh, that's just creepily delicious. <laughs> mm. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's an interesting sort of thing to to consider that it's like Mexican sides. I think, and again, there's not as many. They're not playing. The MLS sides aren't playing except for TFC. So, you know, like the matchups aren't maybe as intimidating, but, you know, this just doesn't usually happen. Usually at least one of the MLS sides gets knocked out in the first round and they've all, they all did well in their away matches and they've all come home um, and had pretty, pretty decent to wow um, results in their home stadiums. You which know, some of them did like... have fans in their home stadium. So maybe that made the difference. I don't know. Is it really just all the fans all along? Is that the key? It sounds like what happens in a top 20 world league. If you ask it me. does. Mm-hmm. And to take it more seriously, I mean, obviously MLS is slightly, very slowly sort of loosening its roster rules and all that sort of thing. And you can mm-hmm. be, you know, buying your DPs and then there's all sorts of various sort of gam tam shenanigans. And it's, Looking at it's you, Miami Vice. Yeah, and you know, there's probably a bit of a correlation between all right, teams who take it freaking seriously and do actually spend the money, uh, probably the ones that are more regularly qualifying for the uh, the CCL and everything. And so it's now, is it just that all right, that thing is now paying off? Teams that get to the CCL can actually kind of hack it there against the you know Costa Rican and Honduran teams. I mean, let's see what happens when they're all done playing Mexican teams. But you know, they need. They need, they need a new uh, salary asterisk just for CONCACAF uh, mm. Champions League to go along with TAM game. Teams who are qualified get to spend even more money. I feel Mexican. like that's already there. Mexican. So, this, so they, need, they need CAM? CONCACAF? Uh, no, Mexican. 
I feel like they, that that kind of already exists, but it, yeah, it, need, needs, it? it needs a good... I think when it was just allocation money before Gammon, Tom and whatever, right. I think you used to get a little bit of extra money if you were qualified and playing in the CCL. But, well, um, I'm calling it Mexican. Please, yes. It's a question, I mean, I'll just talk about, ooh, MLS only had to play against Costa Ricans. Costa Ricans? Costa Ricans and, and, and Hunchukans, yes. <laughs> What caustic Ricans? Costa Ricans. Like, are those hostile Costa Ricans? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, how the fuck did Canada ended up? Like, did TFC ended up getting uh, the, the the one Mexican team? I mean, I was already to be outraged. It's like, you know, why don't why isn't the Canadian team seeded properly? And I can actually went as far as looking it up, and they are. So great, we were in the top eight seeds, and then we still end up getting a Mexican fucking team anyway. Yep. That's bullshit. A Mexican champion. Well, I mean, was was that just strictly look of the draw, or is there something where, well, yeah, I mean, you know, you may not be in the top eight seeds, but we'll still make sure that America and Mexico don't get drawn against each other. I, was it shenanigans, or is it just bad luck? I, I don't Leon know. was promised it was going to be four gypsy. Bull plop. Bullplop. This is this show's blue. I know, seriously. <laughs> the censors are gonna come after us. Anyway, TFC, you know, they're dead. TFC are now the kings of Leon. Wow. All right. Well, with that, it's time for TFC Talk. Where are we talking about TFC? We've already been doing that. Leon I remember them being mentioned at least twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, so as Duncan mentioned, uh, yeah, they did it. Uh, Shocked a lot of people by not just more than replicating the performance they put in last week in Mexico against uh, Leon last night. And, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Even, you know, we saw the starting lineup and kind of went, oh, boy, that's terrifying. My, my, my dad's first text to me was, Mullins is starting. This is bad. Because um, he doesn't like it when he starts. And uh, I know. But... Um, Knowles is so anti-Mullins, all of them. Oh, I sent out a nice tweet when I saw the 11 about his floofy hair. I wasn't completely down on him. I thought I was very supportive for me. Um, anyway, uh, you know, like, again, the similar to what we saw last week, you had a mix of veterans and a lot of uh, the younger kids um, because of, hey, more injuries. So we all know Josie Alpsador got injured last week. Uh, Eric Zavaleta apparently got injured in training on Tuesday. And everybody else was still hurt, basically. Um, so you saw, and then Bono starting again, getting rewarded, I guess, for decent performance the week before. Aramis wants to see him 
in action because he doesn't play. Who knows? Um, but Quentin Westberg at least back with the side and on the bench this time. Um, but yeah, so you had a very a very young side um, out there in TFC's quote unquote home stadium, um, and that was fun too, right? The the last minute venue change, which meant the headache inducing camera angle for the first 15 20 minutes whatever it was um before before the crane got there um, and the reason that they had to change venue was because leon complained about the pitch at exploria being too narrow and they or they wanted was it because it was too narrow and they wanted to move the board? I don't know. Something was, they were, they wanted to move something and it was going to make the pitch even narrower than it already was. Um, so they went back to mm. TFC's official stadium. So Exploria, that's where Orlando, whatever they're called, play on a regular basis, yes? Oh, am I getting the? Am I getting the? the I don't know. I, I have no idea what the fucking like sponsorship names are. It's preposterous. So that was a genuine question. Is this where Orlando's MLS team plays? Exploria. Is that no, where the game okay, was supposed I, then, to be played? No. Then it was no. Then maybe they played at Exploria as opposed to, like it's like their academy training ground or something. I don't know. It's a okay. nearish by. This is terrible. This is this is wonderful uh, reportage uh, here. I apologize for not having this knowledge. People who listen to us, let us know what I'm screwing up here. Yeah, I, I know it. that like, the game was definitely moved, but yeah, where was it exactly moved from? And yeah. It was moved Whatever. from a lesser stadium to a stadium that they weren't intending to play at. Um, so and because... The original stadium was lesser than the stadium it ended up in? Yes. <laughs> is my understanding. That entertains me. That is my understanding. Mm. Good for you, Leon, for freaking sticking up for standards. Um, anyway, so, that yeah. derailed things. It totally did. Yeah, that was that was that was great. Um, okay, so it was moved. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Wednesday's game was originally scheduled for Oscuelo Heritage Park, about a half hour drive away from the wild world of sports complex, which is where, oh, which is where they ended up moving to, not to Exploria. Um, it was moved after CONCACAF ruled that a retaining wall was too close to the pitch. And then mm -hmm. rather than shrink the playing surface even further, TFC moved back to, so they didn't go to Exploria, they went to the wild world of sports, where uh, the COVID Cup was played last summer. CONCACAF hates Escuelo Heritage. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Mm -hmm. It's clear. Yeah. It's right there. Um, so there we go. I apologize for not getting that correct the first time around. Spend less um, time on your anti, uh, anti Sinclair <laughs> rant next week. Sorry, I know. I'm sorry. I just... I, it got away from me. I, I you know, I... I was busy looking at. I'm going to be a gotcha journalist. <laughs> anyway, um, TFC will be playing, but TFC will be playing their home games at Exploria, where Orlando plays. So they'll be sharing that ground. Um, back to the match. So yes, so new new location. Horrible camera work until the crane arrived. Very young side. And they won. Mm. <laughs> and 
and and they looked pretty good for the most part doing it i think that is the like the winning is great like that that was a lot of fun to watch and um i really do that's one of those ones where i'm like fucking pandemic why are we not able to watch this match because that's one of those ones that sort of like you remember for a long time because that was something really yeah, but, unexpected but maybe it wouldn't have been the same up here under the high you know the big lights and bright pepperonis of female field mm-hmm. true you're not you're not you're you're not generally you're not are you not happy that they won yeah Come on, true, you. but i'm just saying i'm just saying who knows maybe you, you're saying you wish you could have seen it but maybe it wouldn't have been the same up here maybe that lack of pressure is suiting them they can just go out there and express, express themselves <laughs> that's what it was anyway so very strong performances from a number of the um of the of the young players um again noble Kello, very good over two uh over two matches and yes i will talk about him a lot because i'm a big fan um rough prizo had uh, a good second half uh you saw luke singh who was a signed to yet another short-term contract um after his short-term contract of last week, be, due to the injuries to what few defenders uh, TFC have, uh, was slotted in next to Omar Gonzalez and looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, wasn't wasn't perfect by any means. Obviously, he's got some stuff to learn, but really composed. Didn't really seem to panic. Had some important stops uh, to that he made and. Didn't Zabaleta anything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having a defender that doesn't screw up and costs like a fifth of the wage bill? I can't anymore because my imagination is dead when it comes to central defenders. So anyway. Um. But you know, like that was that was impressive. Um, we obviously, I, I mentioned Noble Keller. We have to talk about uh, his goal because that was a goal because he was not offside by any stretch of the imagination. It was a terrible okay. call. Yeah, he, he, he was offside in the stretch of the imagination where the linesman imagined that the flick on was from oh, Mullins. Was from Mullins, yes. Which, which is um, unfortunate. But, which was uh, very unfortunate. But uh, yes, that should have gone in, and yeah, no, oh, Kello had a very good game. You know, there, there was that time when he had the, like two chances within ten or fifteen seconds. Should the, probably the, have scored one of those. The, the header while he was uh, while he was lying down. To, yeah, that to, was delightful. To, <laughs> that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he looked very very good. And so, and, and I, you know what, we, uh, we 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 pick on Michael Bradley a lot because it's easy to do. Um, although Michael Bradley is the potty mouth. If you've seen TFC's latest post-match video where he just swears up a fucking storm. And for some strange reason, I like him a little bit more just for that. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, oh, Michael Bradley's human. That's lovely. <laughs> I like monotone Bradley better. <laughs> Even swearing. <But. laughs> So monotone swearing is what you want? Yes. Fuck you. Fuck you. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, boys, we fucking did it. We fucking smashed mm-hmm. those Mexican fucks. Yeah. This is Michael Bradley. Mm-hmm. I'm Michael Bradley. Fuck this fucker in the fuckhole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, I said no more of that. <laughs> I didn't. I did not. Um, he played very well. Yes. And I, I don't praise him that often, but that was a very good match from him. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing is, if like Prizo was there to kind of take care of things, he could be getting forward a bit more. And, um, you know, if, if you're going to be having your forwards aggressively pressing, then you need your midfielders to be backing them up and everything. And that all uh, sort of worked out very well. So, hooray. Yes, agreed. Yeah, I got and then sorry, I got nothing to, to to take away uh, from uh, from Bradley. He, uh, I, I was getting I was getting a little nervous that he was that at some point in time he was going to try and slip into the uh, pre Javinko Michael Bradley where he had to fucking be everywhere in the midfield, mm. and he. Well, I, I'm going to say he kept his space, but at the same time, too, I wonder maybe he can't do that shit no more. <laughs> so either way, either side, I don't give a shit. I'll take it. I, w- I was quite pleased with his his level headedness in trying not to be fucking everywhere. Well, and I think again, it's two it's two matches in, right? And it's it's so hard to evaluate um, a coaching philosophy uh, or how a team, especially. No, it's not, Kristen. Armas is a genius. TFC, <laughs> he's much better than Greg Vanny ever was. TFC yep. are going to be just fucking fine this year. And um, yeah, Coca right, champions. Right. How, how, how dare sub- I doubt? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. MLS Cup champions. Everything's going to happen this year. Everything's going to be fine. I've seen um, all I need to see. In addition to what Duncan said, can I can I also add Vanny who? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, George Vanny was a good manager, but I'm over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's nice to get someone with a real sort of sense of, you know, tactical urgency, and you mm. know, there's a lot of things going on there. And um, to go slightly seriously down this road for a bit, you know, it's we're all talking. Oh yeah, you said Prizo and Akello and Schaffelberg and like, shit. Play the youngsters, it works out well. And it's oh, kind of Liam thing. Fraser. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, how many, obviously not these specific youngsters because they'd be too young back then, but how many fucking youngsters could have been playing over the last four or five years and might have actually done really good? We've all yeah. seen Liam Fraser play well occasionally. We've seen Jay Chapman, Raheem Edwards, many of us play well occasionally. But yeah, no, they never really got a fucking chance to do anything, did they? I, you know, what, what did Greg Vanny waste all those years? Well, it's, you bring that up and there's, you know, we start, I think we talked about this several months ago after he left to go to LA. Um, and it sort of has been like alluded to in a couple interviews that there was a difference in philosophy um, mm-hmm. between Vanny and Curtis and to a certain extent to, to Bill Manning, whether Bill Manning's just piling on, I don't know, but um is and and yeah, yeah they, they, he would always tout you know oh yeah we've got all these great young players and then never play them and you know we've been you know we we we've been talking and railing and ranting about this for ever um, and 
you know, it, again, it has to do with how much, I guess, how much control they, you know, you give the coach, right? That's his, that's, that's his, that's his job. Um, and that's sort of, you know, it served TFC very well for a long time, but yeah, if this is going to be not just a, Hey, we have a starter's worth of players injured, but we actually have talented youngsters that we trust to play significant minutes and in significant matches, then I'm here for change, you know, <laughs> like that's a good mm. thing. But I, mean, when- I feel, you know, obviously it's very, it's only a couple of games. Exactly. Know, that is a very valid point. And you know, there's going to be problems here or there. And you, know, yes, Chris Mavinga should come back into the team when he's fit. Yes. yes. So should Alexander Ponswell. Yes. Yeah. And you know, there's probably an argument for bringing Osorio back and having Delgado drop back into the Ralph Prizo role. But, you know, let's have those kids get a lot more action than they used to, even if it's as backups and people starting occasionally when the other people need rest. You know, let Michael Bradley fucking rest. Yes. Let Michael Bradley be subbed off in the 60th, yes. 70th minute Please. or miss a game here or there. And let fucking Ralph Rizzo and Mikey Delgado handle the sort of kind of like defensive slash maybe actually not actually or quite Liam that Fraser, defensive. You know, yeah, fine. let Liam Fraser get in there as well. But, you know, Yes, I mean, bring back the veterans who have proven what they can do for sure. But, you know, if Mavinga gets injured again, go with fucking Luke Singh ahead of uh, Zavaleta, at least to start off. I mean, probably at some point, Luke Singh, you know, maybe it'll, his performances will drop off. And then at that point, yeah, you go with the experienced guy. But until that happens, you know, go with fucking Luke Singh ahead of Zavaleta. Go with you know, ahead of like Subasarendo or, you know, there's yeah. a whole bunch of, you know, kind of like mediocre-ish guys. You know, no, go with the fucking unproven younger guys ahead yeah. of the, the mediocre veteran guys. Well, and then again, this season, you know, this season is a compressed season as it is because it's starting late. Mm. And there are those weeks in the summer after the Gold Cup where... um like there are matches constantly. So there's going to be, you know, you're going to have to have squad rotation, but you're also going to be, so for the gold cup, you're like the league isn't shutting down entirely. The league's shutting down for the beginning of the gold cup, but depending on how long your country continues on, you know, depending on the makeup of your team, you're going to be missing players for longer, but to have potentially have to be able to look at these bench players and, for the for the Canadian kids that are that are involved here, some of them might be called um, for Gold Cup, but not all of them. And just to have them there for the rotation, to you know, to to be able to to do that and not be like, oh man, which match do we prioritize? Which match do we put the quote unquote good players out for? To potentially not have that be an issue is something that hasn't been the case for TFC for a while. And again, this is all based on two matches, but those were those were two well-played matches against a, a you know, a difficult opponent. And mm-hmm. um we're going to talk about uh MLS soon and you know, that's about to start and there's still, you know, TFC still isn't going to have all of its players ready for the beginning of the of the season. And in some cases 
you know, not want to rush certain players back, Josie Elstor. Um, so there's opportunities for, um, for, well, there's opportunities for Patrick Mullins and his fluffy hair, but there's also opportunities for- Is Akinola going to be fit anytime soon? Well, that's a really good question. And that would be really nice if he was. He's, he's one of the injured. Um, mm. The uh, Jordan Perusa, who, you know, took up some good time last night, right? Um, he, has, he has potential, but there's like, there's this little nucleus of non-veterans that you, you can look at and be like, oh yeah, well, why shouldn't they play? as opposed to they're untested and why, dear gods, why are they playing? And it's, uh, it's cool to see that CCL matches is what brought this into being. That's mm -hmm. all praise the CCL. It's, uh, yes. it's, it's a good tournament. And, yeah, it's gonna actually help bring along the fucking young players as well. Perfect. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I, I, I'm I'm a fan of this tournament. That's that's always been the case. Um, love it. And if I, I love that the circumstances brought us to this, where you know, let's let's play kids. Well, we kind of have to. Okay. Hey, shit, they're good. Um, who knew? Yeah. Like, who knew? Well, certainly George Vanny didn't. That's why he's fucking gone. Am I right? <laughs> um, but like. I'm 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 so happy that TFC advanced more so because it was done under the conditions of these kids aren't crap. Like it was like I I I like that story in itself is amazing to me. I love it so much. So and it's no disrespect to to Leon. They probably they probably looked at the you know who who Toronto had available and went ah we can kind of coast and they paid for it and I, like not to say that toronto played poorly they did not but um the circumstances were perfect for for this entire thing to happen the way it happened uh, i love it i want more of it i hope it keeps going mm -hmm. and you there's kind of a, a dichotomy set up it's like well do you want to play the kids or do you want to win if we can fucking play the kids and win fantastic deal yes all right so in two weeks Cruz Azul, welcome back. Who? Fuck those guys. La Machina. Yes. Yeah, imagine if it was fucking like Toronto versus Hamilton in the fucking quarterfinals of the CCL. Or the semifinal? No, quarterfinals. Quarterfinal. What would be hilarious is that that would happen before the Voyagers Cup. Oh my God, that's true. Uh, well, the Voyagers I, Cup isn't going to get played until what, like next year, year oh, after? Yeah. Who knows, right? Oh so. yeah, the 2020 Voyagers Cup. Uh, uh, you know, set your calendar for uh, for uh, May 15th, 2022. Only yep. makes sense. It's going to be amazing. The backlog, the backlog of fucking V Cups is going to <laughs> like they should if if the if the, the 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 combination of teams works out, they should just play neutral site one place weekend of football. Come mm -hmm. see the twenty, the twenty twenty, the twenty twenty one, and the twenty twenty two Voyager Cups yes. be awarded one weekend. Ottawa, Canada Day weekend packages. Where's Field B? Oh, Fantastic. that's like that's yes. a ten minute walk that way. God damn it! Why <laughs> have the eight o'clock start? It'd be like those tournaments that we used to play when yes. we were when we were kids. 
What's field twelve? Field twelve C? There's why would you stop? Why would you start lettering them at twelve? Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so yeah, so everybody's hurt. I don't know who is even remotely on the docket for return for this weekend. Um, hey, Dom Dwyer. No, let's just run away from that one. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Fucking Dom Dwyer trialing with TFC. Dear gods. But the important thing is, is that TFC play MLS football this weekend against who? Against the snowflakes. That's right. Our old friends, Montreal, because why not start the season off against our biggest rivals uh, where Canadians go in the winter, even though it's not winter anymore, but you know, it's the snowbird Derby. Um, so new name, new coach, a ridiculous amount of new players, Snowflakes have, I couldn't even begin to tell you what their identity is supposed to be. I don't know what it was the last couple seasons, um, but it's a, there's a big question mark hanging over them. And is the question, is the question why? Well, there's that. That's always the question. Okay. Just um, but I Maybe do it's hope, who? well, that's the better what? question. Um <laughs> There's like two, yeah, there's like two players that I, three players that I recognize. I'm like, oh, maybe four, including a keeper. Everyone else, I'm like, sure, you play soccer if you say so. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Um, I do hope, and this is just purely from, uh, you know, a, a, like a, a, I hope Wilfred Nancy gets more than just an insane year to try and do something with the club. But other than that, oh, I hope oh, they... Can, can I change my... Uh... <laughs> And my, I was thinking the same thing. My answer for first coach <laughs> to be fired. It's going to be this guy, isn't it? As soon as I just said, I just jinx him. As soon as you said, Nancy's the coach, I'm like, yeah. fuck, that's who I should have picked. And he's still I mean, getting fired in like fucking first week of June because yeah. some other former French legend came available who has no coaching badges. His name's already the question. Yeah. Oh, and, David Trigazay is now available as a coach? Sure, Linus. Andrea Pirlo's shitting the bed at Juventus. He's going to get fired. is not going to be able to resist that. Oh, no. Uh, good point. Chance. Oh, it's all going to... It's all coming together. Oh, no. Will Nancy? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, anyway. Romel Kyoto plays for that. Yes, exactly. That's, uh, he's, my, he's my player to watch because I was like, oh... Let's see if he's still... <laughs> Why not? That seemed reasonable. Um, James Pantelis, I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> he, did, he did very well during the Olympic qualifier. Eric Hurtado is still in the league. Jesus. Right? I know. He still plays. Who knew? Duncan's getting to say all the things that are going through my head. It's not fair. <laughs> Speak up, Mark. Get out of my fucking head, Duncan. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, um, I, I've I've got uh, let's see um, yeah Diop I, I I have I feel it's funny because I feel like uh, Montreal has always got one player that I I covet and it seems like after Piatti disappeared all of a sudden this keeper showed up yep and I'm like. Holy he's fuck, fun. he's really good. He is he really is good. Like, like, like I rate I, I rate Westenberg super high, but I rate Diop 
just a nudge above him. Um, I yeah, he's he's fantastic. So I, yeah, that's that's who I always pick. Hmm. Hmm. Can really, I say really, really... other than Rudy Camacho? <laughs> But you he, don't is want... savage a- he is savage AF. Oh, dear Lord. That's right. What, no Wanyama? Hmm? I was going to say, not Wanyama? No, God, no. That ship has sailed. Come on, Joe! Dig it! <laughs> my, my serious pick will be uh, Joel Waterman. I, I don't know if he'll actually oh. make the squad or not, but, you know, hopefully he does. And, you know, good luck to him. Good luck to him. Go Campiel, kid. Yep. Yes. Yeah. True. What about well, that knob, right. Joaquin Torres? Such a jerk. Mm. I think, from, yeah, I'm going to stick with. Gonna, I, I know, I'm going to stick with uh, Kyoto. Just because it seems reasonable. Um, Zorhan Zorhan Basong has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> um. Predictions. Toronto two Montreal nil. Is it still all right? Was that a mic drop? Because you don't have a microphone where you are. No, it was just me putting my phone down. <laughs> Dramatic. I like it. Yeah. Um. Shit. Uh, I'll I'll go. Uh, I'll go two one Toronto. Wow. Well, see. Uh, Lawrence Simon has great uh, work with the Montreal defense, imparting all his knowledge. 3-1 Toronto. Mm. have for tfc talk but before we go today mm-hmm. we have a fan question of the week now this week's question and and if you are a patreon if you're a patron on our patreon uh one of the tiers is you get to choose a topic and uh somebody's people, using it somebody's using it so <laughs> someone, someone's called in their topic of the week card we're not um, ready for this well i know time i'm gonna go I get know. my mouth guard and my helmet just in case <laughs> So this week's question has been kept secret from the rest of the panel. Um, so let's 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 see what happens. And it's from longtime listener and and patron. Uh, get those topic suggestions in, kids. Uh, Mike Hudson. Hey, and he sucks. Mike, he does suck. He does um, it's in his Twitter's handle for those of you. He he proffers the age old question: bacon or sausage? Sausage. Sausage. Oh, always. Whoa. Yeah. Look at the two sausage? immigrants. Two immigrants <laughs> straight on sausage. I know. I was like, pardon me. Sorry. I mean, my chair is already reclined, but if it wasn't, I would have for I would have broken it falling backwards. I mean, maybe English bacon. 
not the shaggy head over here. Now you're trolling. What? <laughs> but sausage. Okay, no, but, it, but clearly but bacon. Right. Sausage. Clearly sausage. It's, it's bacon. Uh, Mark, you have. I haven't heard your answer yet. Uh, um, yeah, English bacon, bacon, and then more bacon, and then, right? And then and then side bacon, and then sausage. Is, is the bacon bacon wrapped? It can be. It can mm. be. Can the mm. sausage be sausage wrapped? I don't know. That sounds weird too. But either the, way. maybe yeah. if the sausage were bacon wrapped, but no, even still, it's bacon. Yeah. Because no, bacon but, makes but everything except, better. I mean, okay, fair point, but it's sausage. Mm. <laughs> Tony's argument is is flawless. Now my question yeah, is now it's is not this bacon. Is this, it's it's not bacon. And is this sausage on its own or in a sausage roll? Is that what Does you're it basing your already... wrong answer on? It's already be. nearly ten times the the uh, the girth of a piece of bacon. So bang for your buck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sausage. It can be in a roll. You just cook more bacon, in... Tony. It's not exactly. that hard. It doesn't take that long. Your concept is just bizarre to you're, me. You're gonna, you're gonna eat like five inches of bacon. Come yes. on, that sounds Ooh. wonderful. Yeah, you're, dis- you're you're not an animal. You're a gentleman. For God's sake, sausage. So it can be in a roll, it can be in a yep. sandwich, it can be on bacon, a pizza. Uh, have you not heard? Bacon on pizza is amazing. What is it? I know. So is sausage of, on pizza. I'm just trying yeah. to understand. Yeah. Bacon, sandwich. On on every, bacon sandwich. Bacon on every sandwich. I mean, you can make a sausage out of freaking anything. Bacon is pretty much always pig. Yeah. You know? You, you can get really fucking fancy, nice sausages. You can get yeah. lots of different bacon. Pheasant sausage, for example. You can get a Cumberland one. It looks like a donkey took a shit, but it's delicious. Yes. Have you ever had pheasant bacon? I doubt it. Pheasant sausage, delicious. Yeah. yeah. It's it's more versatile. It's, mm-hmm. it's just... multi. Uh, it's multicultural. Yes. Definitely more countries eat sausage than bacon. Do they? And, my face yeah. is stuck in a. Do they? Fucking yeah, definitely. The hell? Duncan, what do you I, say? Hundred yeah. percent. You're right, Tony. Oh, right. hundred percent. Wow, that is a that is a wobbly leg to stand on, right there. Yes. <laughs> no, it's very solid. Actually, it's hundred percent. If only we had some sort of food connoisseur coming on the uh, on the on the show next week, but we'll have to. Yes, ask John I, 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 I look forward to asking J, uh, yes. John Molinaro about his bacon, bacon pizza or next sausage. Week. Yes. Well, yeah, he's portraying his life, lo- son. I, I think I bacon for life. Next question, and this could apply to sausage or bacon. Uh, red sauce or brown sauce? Oh uh, well, me and you are going to differ here. We know that geographically. <laughs> we we know we know where Luton stands. Brown I'm sauce. red and you're brown. Uh, it varies. Yeah. Bacon, bacon, it would definitely be red sauce. Sausage. Oh, bacon brown. is red. Bacon's red. Yeah. Yeah. But sausage yeah. for me is still. I'm still red even with a sausage because I'm a yeah. soft southerner. Mm. What the fuck? Sauce on bacon? <laughs> ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah, red sauce. I know what red sauce is. Exactly, which is why I said brown sauce, because ketchup fuck? is gross. Brown sauce on bacon? Well, you, you're a savage. Sauce on bacon. Don't well, exactly, but if I had to make a choice, it would be brown sauce, which I you would never put, do. You wouldn't put ketchup on a bacon sandwich? No, ew, I'd God, ask for no, bacon ew, on the side. Ew. I'd ask for, I'd ask for no. ketchup on the side and then throw it the fuck out. Ketchup, <laughs> because it's bacon. ketchup is only for French fries, and even then, vinegar is preferred. Agreed. If there isn't right. delicious mayonnaise nearby. But Go back to Soviet vinegar. Russia. Mm. Ketchup yeah, is gonna, an evil, if, evil thing. If you're going to have like, a bacon buddy, it's absolutely with check with ketchup. 
Ugh. Mm -hmm. mm. Or just by itself because it's bacon and it's delicious and it doesn't need any help. Mm. Mm. It doesn't require doesn't the sauce to it make needs, it better. It needs help beating sausage. No, yes. no, it doesn't. <laughs> what a bunch of horse shit that's turned into. <laughs> <laughs> you happy with yourself, Hudson? Answer Seriously, me. Look what, look what you've done. Look what you've done. We're not ending our show on peace and harmony. You know this okay, all right. Okay. For the ages. Oh no, I was quick trying question. to end the show. Quick question. Quick question. Yes, in relation yes. to this question. In the relation to gods. Yes. Did you think that this would be as divisive as it ended up being? I really did it. Tony, did you think that this was going to be as divisive as it ended up being? This is this is the debate I want. Go answer <laughs> the fucking question, Tony. Uh, yeah, I could I could I could have. Oh, I didn't think it would be as vehement, but I could have guessed the way it went. Duncan, same question. Divisive? Were you, are you are you surprised it's this divisive? Uh, I, I think there was always room for differing opinions, but uh, I'm surprised it's it's this vehemently uh, yeah. de decisive. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, actually, if, Mark, before, sorry. To, yeah, to, no. I, I am surprised how wrong you and Kristen are. I have to say mm. that. I, I, yeah, I, I had I'm, most, I'm not I had at all surprised at how opinions. wrong you and Duncan are, I'm, so I'm that's just, fine. I'm genuinely surprised people talk to you guys at all. Exactly. <laughs> You're lucky you I, have like, us for friends. You have, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, what know. do I want to talk to people for? I got sausages to eat. It's fucking... Question's been brilliant, by the way. Question's yes, been absolutely brilliant. This is this is what this is one of the best questions. Because I got to find out asked. what fucking backwards ass savages Tony and Duncan are actually are. So that's great. Thank yeah, you. So it's much. been good. It's it's been really illuminating. Appreciate yes. It. And okay. uh, with that, that is our show for this week. So please join us next week when we have John Molinara on as our special guest, uh, where we're basically, for the most part, we're going to talk a lot of TFC. Um, so you're warned, but we will also talk about some Camp Yell stuff and uh, see if we can get uh, some some good pasta recipes from him. Um, talk about his love of baseball, yeah, of course. Sucks. And <laughs> <laughs> but if there was bacon, Duncan, um, and <laughs> we'll preview um, the TFC match against right. uh, Vancouver uh, next weekend. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority podcast panel this week uh, out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Sausage. <laughs> on the tweet machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Give me some of that sausage. Mm -hmm. uh, Can't go on with a sausage inside, yeah. On the absolutely right. We fill you up and satisfy you. Yes. At Kit Nerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. It's funny because you guys are so salty, like bacon. It's weird. Thanks to everybody who's been uh, uh, helping out with the Patreon. We genuinely appreciate it. We got shirts made by Sausage Guy Tony. <laughs> Tony Pepperoni, maybe, perhaps, maybe, maybe, perhaps. Yeah, pe pepperoni is a poor same, man's sausage. Same, same guy. It is, yeah. Same guy. Uh, Just please yeah. the cherries. Yeah. Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, bacon is the best. Get used to it. You have to get used to because bacon is best. Exactly. <laughs> so good. See how that worked out? Mm. So good. Mm. Delicious.
for Gundes.